Seaton's greetings. Hello. Seaton's greetings. Hello. Happy Friday. Oh, it's me. I was just, you caught me uh, preparing to get prepared to be able to watch the show. I'm now interacting as Jake Johansson. That's a nice thing that Facebook always lets me know. Hmm. And I do get that today's hat is a bold choice. I'm compensating for the fact that uh, Lady Jerry is not in attendance today. Very sad. Very sad that Lady Jerry's not here. Um, but very happy to be here. Keys, uh, Pants Schmantz, welcome aboard. David, you made it to another Friday. Yes, so only two more to go. And this year is in the sack. We're going to put this year in the sack. Hello, Keith. Rachel, it's Friday. Yes, <coughs> we made it. I've got a box from you, but uh, this is a teaser. I'm not going to open it till Monday because uh, Lady Jerry requested to be present for the unboxing. Hello, my sister. Day after birthday. Happy hello. And Jen is here. Uh, Scott, Huggy Bearish. Yes, this is the Applejack. I'm informed that this type of hat is the Applejack. And... Uh, uh, Jeff, happy Friday. Drink is in hand. I poured myself a little bit of a drink for today uh, because it's just us. Andrew, greetings. Scott, welcome aboard. And Bob, howdy doody. As Rodney Dangerfield said in Caddyshack, oh, but it looks so good on you. Yes, well, that's what I hope. Um, I wore this hat to New Year's Eve one year. Um, I think it was very early in our marriage and it's still and it's still going through. Yes, yes, Jen, I got this hat from the Fat Albert cartoon. No, I got. I think I got this hat um, from a wardrobe on a show that I did, and I can't remember if I wore the show on the, the hat on the show or if uh, the wardrobe person just gave me the hat. In show business, um, as, I've, as I've always said in another kind of analogy of show business is, uh, there's two ways to get into movies for free. Uh, one is be so famous or well connected at the top that you get in for free and the other way to get into the movies for free is to know the guy who tears the tickets <laughs> and that's the person who I always make friends with uh, on the movies the uh, the wardrobe people and the grips and uh, and it's easier to stay friends with those people although I have I have lost lost touch with um, the lovely woman who gave me this hat and uh, I do appreciate it though it's still going strong, um, so I got it from a uh, I got it from a wardrobe person on a uh, acting job that I had <laughs> when I had acting jobs. Uh, happiest of happy Fridays, Brad. Yes, right back at you. A little sip from our communal cocktails as we <laughs> rich happy hump day. Yeah, are you into next week already, brother? Mm. So yeah, we've got our Friday. It's us on our own and so it's time it's oh rich your wife got you a record player your kids have been stuck listening to sinatra doobie brothers all day uh oh man good luck getting your other albums from your parents i got rid of my albums when we switched over to cds and then of course we've gone back to albums but i don't have them anymore and i also had a laser disc player for the minute that you could have laser disc players and i gave up this copy of this movie that i've spoken about in here which was uh a remake of Les Miserables with Jean-Paul Belmondo. Um, and I wish that I could get that. But uh, 
but uh, I, I haven't been able to find it. But one of the albums that I have, and I was just talking about this the other day, because the actor who played Squiggy has just passed away, and uh, rest in peace. I, I don't. I'm, I didn't know I was going to talk about this, or I would have looked up his name. But I am one of the owners of the Lenny and, Lenny and the Squig Tones album, uh, long playing record album from a live show that they did. Um, so, Ed, you say you pride yourselves on being bottom, fe- bottom feeders in the wine field. You're having a nice little boggle <laughs> 2018 Chardonnay. It's only six ninety six from Costco. Ed, I have to admit that I myself have fallen into the boggle boondoggle and uh, really enjoyed. I've, I've, I've enjoyed their product f- from time to time. Um, <laughs> yeah, you did come in on Laserdisc, uh, Laura, and so... Uh, so yeah, we're talking about technolo- failed failed technologies. The uh, the uh, Betamax videotape. I've got I've got my VHS tapes. I'm going through them. I've ordered a head cleaner from the internet because these VCR tapes are so dusty that I put about three of them through the converter, and uh, now it's now it's a bit trashed. Um, how hard did you pursue your acting career? The acting career, David is asking. Um, I pursued it uh, moderately hard. I had a couple of pilots that I thought would go, and I've just been converting those to video. They're slightly um, outdated and, and somewhat embarrassing, as I think every every pilot for every show is. Um, so I I pursued it in the sense that I would audition and stuff. Mark Jaffe, you're here today, kicked out of your house for talking maskless with a friend who knew of someone with COVID. Oh, Mark, we've got to be careful. It's uh, You've got to be careful what you do, who you talk to, and how many masks you have on while you're doing it. Um, Cindy, your brother had every Beatles album at one time. Yeah, that's the thing. I've had the Beatles albums, I've had the Beatles CDs, and now I've got a subscription to iTunes, which currently allows me to listen to the Beatles. And at first, when they were not going to participate in subscription music, I would be like, uh, um, <laughs> I was a little bit like, look, I bought your music already. I want to be able to listen to it on the thing I'm listening to it on. Uh, what were you saying there? Rachel's asking, was the acting gig in the film Mrs. Parker in the Vicious Circle? No, this hat is not from that, um, but I was in that film. <laughs> if you'd like to see a movie about the Algonquin Roundtable where I was my the the I shot more than I was in it, uh, but uh, I think that this hat I got from the movie from Breakfast of Cha- Champions, which was also directed by Alan Rudolph. Um, David L. Lander was Squiggy's name. David L. Lander. So David L. Lander. Thank you, Jeff. Um, rest in peace, uh, David, and uh, A.K.A. Squiggy. And if you do get a chance to listen to the Lady and the Squig Tones album. Uh, it's a recording of a live show that they did, and so they get heckled at one point. <laughs> somebody in the crowd, it's a song about mother, I'm going to play a song about my mother, and someone in the crowd goes, who would claim you? And uh, David says, uh, <laughs> you paid five dollars to claim me, five bucks to claim me. Uh, it was a good, uh, not many people put a heckler, well, I guess I have a heckler line on one of my CDs, but uh, I, I love that uh, record. I've had it since the 80s, or 70s, let's just say. Um, I could be hiding a laser disc in my hat. Um, <laughs> Dave, you would wear this hat everywhere? I'm going to start wearing it more. I have to say that as I'm seeing it here in the video feedback in front of me, um, I'm loving it. 
Ed, you too had a laser disc player, got rid of the player and almost all the discs, but you kept your massive five to ten pound laser disc master release of the original three Star Wars. Well, the the thing about that is you save the things that uh, you think are the most fabulous, and certainly the original three Star Wars movies are fabulous, and they're probably different from the original three Star Wars movies that you could buy now because <laughs> what's his name can't stop. Um, noodling with them, but uh, you should save the really obscure things like the Lenny and the Squigtones album. I do not think that's available on iTunes, but I could be wrong. Um, the hat combined with a kilt would be a good look, my sister's saying. Well, yep, uh, I'll have to try that out. <laughs> I have both of those things here in the house. Um, question from the question book, number 154. Do you judge others by higher or lower standards than you use to judge yourself? Um, that's a real, uh, real thought provoker, isn't it? Do you judge others by a lower or higher standard than you judge yourself? And uh, I'm really trying at this point in my life not to be uh, judging people. You know, it's hard. obviously it's impossible not to judge people, but I'm trying to to not be mean to people. If I have a negative judgment towards them. I just try and <laughs> avoid them uh, because it's a big world and there's a lot of people in the world and uh, and so if you're really not fond of people if you think they're jerks you don't have to hang around them but uh, I try not to spend a whole lot of time once I've made a judgment about that uh, but do I am I harder on them than myself I think most of us are hardest on ourselves um, and uh, I'm also trying to quit doing that the problem with judging yourself harshly is that uh, you can't stop hanging out with yourself. And so once you've got a bad opinion of yourself, it's a real shit show. Um, so watch out for that. <laughs> oh, that hat's distracting you from being pantsless, Geese? Well, I could take the hat off, but maybe in just a minute. Good hat to keep the pizza warm? Yeah. Bought a ton of laser discs, Scott says, at Tower when they went out of business. Sold by the pound. Wow. It was half first-run movies and half porn, which you gave away. Well, yeah. All the... Uh, oh, Jen, you got a little uh, Rudy from Fat Albert. Yes, he, that he's, he's sporting the Applejack. And uh, I think mine might be a little bit bigger proportional to my head than his. How have I dealt with any hecklers over the years? Andrew, uh, I always... And I think I've said this on the show before, but my thing with hecklers is always just try and give them a little bit of attention because it seems like that's what they want and then usually once they've had a little attention they realize they're not crazy about having the whole show be about them and often they'll be quiet but uh, I'm I'm kind first and uh, increasingly firmer and only mean at the very end and by then it's purely seen as a joke by the crowd and uh, Anyway, I, I'm just not. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not crazy about the. Uh, you've got to dominate hecklers. You're in a life and death struggle. Look, I've got the mic. Everybody paid to come and see me. Um, they all want you, the heckler, to be quiet. And so, generally, you you ease into letting the the heckler or the person who's disrupting the show know that. And most of the time, most of the time, they're not being mean. As I've said before, they're just excited or happy or they're they've had enough to drink that their inhibitions are down and they 
they forgot like you're not supposed to just go up and start talking to the person who's on stage just like if you've had a couple of drinks you might walk up to a famous person in a restaurant and make a fool of yourself and ask to ask for a kiss or a hug which has also happened um to me but uh the point the point is they're they're good-naturedly most of the time trying to enjoy the show and uh, participating uh Positively, so it's nice to let them down easy. Um, all right, here. <laughs> you feel like this update is me interacting with hecklers? Yeah, well, Laura, that's how that's what happens on a Friday. A lot of times, I think we know that. Um, so take out Friday fish fry here tonight. Uh, as you know, it's what we do there in, in Lacrosse. Yes, I do, Cindy. I, man, and I have to say, I remember fondly from when I was a child in Lacrosse, Wisconsin. There's quite a few uh, Catholics there. And so the Friday fish fry is a big deal. And uh, we used to go to this place called the New Villa. And you'll have to let me know, Cindy, if it's still there. The New Villa, it was all you can eat fried fish. And uh, and I think it was French fries and some kind of hush puppies or biscuits or potatoes or something. Or uh, uh, doughy something or other. But that I, we, I could eat a lot of fried fish when I was a kid. Uh, and and I used to love going there. I wonder if the new villa is still there, Cindy. And if it is, uh, I would definitely look forward to a visit there. I, I think I I would like to take my wife and daughter to see uh, Lacrosse, where I spent a lot of my childhood in Iowa, where my family's from. But <laughs> there's a there's a subtlety to it that I think might be lost on them. They might wonder like, why did we fly all this way to see? this and it's like yeah well that's 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 a common feeling but it is beautiful the cross is beautiful and the new villa fish fry very good louis ck is pretty rough on hecklers andrew he's he's more from the assassinate the uh, attempted coup and and i'm more from the it's not really an attempted coup these are sort of defenseless people who are misinformed about their powers um Ed says, my attempt uh, to not judge people is that uh, you always give a dollar to the people who ask for money. Realize that it makes you feel better not to try and figure out what they're going to do with this money. Yes, Ed, I was just... I'm going to take a sip of my drink again here. I was just looking at at an old uh, Letterman appearance where I was talking about homeless people, where people say, oh, they're just going to spend that money on booze or drugs. And it's like, look, the guy lives in a box on the street. (laughs) If he wants a drink... I'm fine with that. Um, so, all right. The new villa also had roosters on their dinner plates, uh, my sister's adding, which she thought was amazing. Uh, Brad says, Friday Night Fish Fry began in Milwaukee, actually, common throughout Wisconsin. Mm, new villa was the best. Cindy is now telling me, alas, it went out of business years ago. Uh, well, I'll have to figure out another place to take my wife and daughter for a fish fry when I come to town, and I doubt you can get all-you-can-eat fish. I suspect that might be the way they did go out of business. Um, (laughs) Brad, thank you. I will let everybody know if I'm coming to uh, Wisconsin or Iowa. Keith says, our daughter lived in La Crosse. Uh, That town may have as many bars as Austin. Yes, well, for when I was in high school, and Cindy and I were in high school, uh, Lacrosse had the record for most bars on a city block or something like that. Yeah, it was. There's a lot of bars. Well, there's a brewery there in town, and uh, man, it was not only so many bars on the street. You could you could just go down to Third Street to the bars, and some nights the bars would be like the regular price for a tap beer, a tap beer, 
12 ounce beer would have been 65 75 cents this would have been in the 70s but still it was that was cheap and there were some nights where you could get a dime beer or a quarter beer it was ridiculous it was a real problem uh Uh, Uma said Keys and I happened to be at a place where they were having a Ludafisk contest. Oh man, that was the worst. Yeah, I'm not recommending Ludafisk. But, uh, you know, you gotta do everything once. When we were in Iceland, I ate the fermented poison shark. Ooh, that's a oncer. And they only, they give you a piece that's about this, this big. And that's a lot. Um, Laura says, I've been giving $5 to homeless folks during the pandemic. It's hard times for us all, especially them. Yeah. Um, Kim, good to see you. You say you're sending love. I'm sending love back to you. Can't wait to see you guys again. Some friends of ours here on the uh, show. Belinda, I think, is up in Topanga right now. You may you may uh, run into her. Jeff is saying, hey, Jake, do you have all of the Letterman appearances? Because there's only about 10 on YouTube. You'd love to see them all. Yeah, I've got, uh, I don't know if I have all of them, but I've got a lot of them. And I'm going to start posting some to my YouTube uh, and see what happens. Um, Rich, you have fish fries and buffalo. You thought it was just a buffalo thing. Yeah, no, I think it's everywhere they have, uh, everywhere where Catholicism is big, they have fish fries on Friday. Because you're not supposed to eat meat, right? Um, there was a bar, bar near Rich to Juch where they had dollar beers until 2002. Wow. That's a, that's, that's worth a plane ticket. Bob is saying, when I was in college, there was a place where you could get a bucket of beer for $2. Oh, that, now with the, I'm assuming that's a, now when you go to a place and you get a bucket of beer, there's like six bottles of beer and a bucket of ice. But are you t- are you talking about just a bucket full of beer? Because I I feel like I can remember something like that when I was a kid, like a like just a big sloshy bucket of beer. There's a place in El Segundo where they they have schooners of beer, um, which is almost like a little fish glass fish bowl of beer, which is too much. Um, Dave's saying, "Sweet, get to work on those videos." You want to see the used car possum one? Yeah, I'm not sure that I have all of them, but uh, I'm as I'm going through this box, uh, I do think I do think I have that one. I do think I do. I do think it. Um, Milwaukee was beer capital of the world in the 70s, beating Munich, Germany, with beer production and beer consumption. Interesting, Brad. Thank you. Um, Wonderbar, uh, ten sent beers at happy hour in the 70s and went up to up up in prices the night went by big for college kids yeah i that's i think i remember something like that the military beer was five cents keith wow it was a full bucket of beer uh bob thank you god Mm. (laughs) uma left my wallet and you left your wallet in el segundo i can have a look around for it but i but i doubt it's still there um when will you be on a late show with Stephen Colbert? Yeah, well, I think I've told that story here before, Brad. Not, not to. Um, and the the problem was uh, that they didn't want to fly people out. So, so Stephen Colbert wanted to have me on, but it, or his people wanted to have me on his show. I doubt that he even knows who I am. But they weren't going to pay for the plane ticket, so there's a little misunderstanding, and so I wasn't going to be in New York. And now I'm not going to be anywhere. Um, James Corden, I'm a big fan. I would go on his show. I'm not sure when I'm going to be on one of those. Lucy's in South Austin does Dollar, t- dollar Tall Lone Stars on occasion. 
Funny, I can't remember what day of the week it is. Yes, yeah, Scott, uh, I, I can understand that. <laughs> My sister's asking, Cindy, is Dell's Bar still in business? I used to, oh, God, what was the one that I used to like, that Art Deco Bar? Oh, I can't remember the name of it. There's an Art Deco Bar on one of the side streets in La Crosse that I, that I loved. Um, but I'm sure it's been taken over, torn down, or fancified. Jen, you want a beer right now? Well, there's a cure for that. And it's in your fridge. I'm just guessing. Psychic. Um, <laughs> you still have a beer bucket that you wash the car with, Dave? Congratulations. Um, the Casino Bar. Yeah, the Casino Bar was the Art Deco Bar in La Crosse. Uh, all right, so where are we in the process of today's show? What time is it? God, I hate to, not that it, Not that I'm in a, a hurry to get out of here, but uh, I was expecting Lady Jerry to be present today. I went out and had some coffee with my jujitsu friends this morning, so I had a little bit of a bike ride. Then I dipped in the ocean. That was about all I could stand today. Um, but uh, I'm exhausted. I'm ready to go go to sleep. Oh, God. That's, that's one of the bad questions. Uh, if you could have free, unlimited service for five years from an extremely good cook, chauffeur, housekeeper, masseuse, or personal secretary, which would you choose? Uh, for a year, I could have a cook, a chauffeur, housekeeper, masseuse or personal secretary which would you choose i think i'm going to choose cook because that's 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 going to be the relief of the biggest workload for me is the cooking um and not that i do all the cooking belinda does most of the cooking um but i think we i think we'd pick cook of that i don't know what everyone else thinks um corgan corgan doesn't have a lot of stand-up on but he should Give Conan a give Conan a run for his well. Conan's getting ready to f off to uh, HBO, so who knows? I comedians, there's so many uh, so many comedians now, and other places for comedians to be. Oh, Flavia's saying bye bye. Um, cook, cook, cook. A lot of people are saying cook. Kim is saying secretary. Yeah, I like it. Driver in a second, Rachel says. Yeah, I do have to say being chauffeured around sounds good, but if I had to prioritize those, I think I'm going I think I'm going cook first, um, housekeeper second, um, chauffeur third, masseuse uh, fourth, and personal secretary last. Um, but that's just me. Laura's saying the housekeeper can clean up after you cook. Yes, well, I have to say you're right. You do make a good point there, Laura. A lot of a lot of the a lot of the problem with cooking is the cleanup afterwards. Um, so, what does next week have in store for us? Man, it is December 11th today, which I I can hard, I, well. I'm very glad that we're going to be wrapping up this year. Um, I'm very glad that we're, yes, Ed Conan is retiring uh, from from. Uh, wherever the hell he's been and he's moving to he's going to have a show on HBO I think um, Andrew's on the massage train yeah I, I'm i excited that we're about out of this year um, <laughs> I'm apprehensive I mean I think we're kidding ourselves to think that on January 1st or 5th or 11th let's just say 11th a month from now on January 11th are we going to be breathing a sigh of relief because COVID is uh, in the rearview mirror and uh, a third of us or 20% of us or 10% of us even have been vaccinated. 
I'm going to put the over-under at the population of the United States that's been vaccinated by uh, January 11th at 1%. Uh, but uh, maybe more, maybe more. Okay, let's go 10%. Let's go. So we got 350 million. So 35 million people vaccinated by January 11th. Oh, I think I'm taking the under on that. Um, and I'm the one who said it. Uh Two weeks till Christmas. Yes, I'm excited about Christmas. We're working out the menu. We discussed that yesterday. Um, Cindy, can you have both the cook and the housekeeper? Yes, you can. But you're going to have to get a good job because uh, this is just a this is a hypothetical book of questions. This isn't a magic genie in a bottle. I've all I've got is a Mr. Predicto, and it's wrong half the time. Um, I don't have a genie. Is that a Christmas walrus seal? It needs more prominent role in the background. Um, are you saying this thing here? No, that is uh, that is uh, Stimpy from Ren and Stimpy. This is a Santa Claus Stimpy and a uh, and a reindeer Ren. So uh, yeah, if you remember Ren and Stimpy, um, that's what those that's what those are. Um, yeah, COVID was supposed to go away the day after the election. Yeah, you're right, Dave. We really got we got burned on that one. Um, yeah, Jeff, we're rounding the COVID corner. Feels great. Feels great. Um, just hope you're still breathing on 111. Don't get up, give up, my friends. Yep, that's what I'm doing, too. I'm hoping I'm still breathing on January 11th. I'm hoping we're still here doing a show. Um, and then where, where else? Uh, right, at least something will go away then, Cindy. We're going to have a new president. That's going to be exciting. CDC says we locked into having... 9-11 death counts every day for the next 60 to 90 days. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not crazy about the death, the daily death count. Do I have powdered toast, man? No, I don't. I just have Ren and Stimpy. These were gifts to me by um, by a friend who got them, I think, as a uh, as a freebie. You know, somebody who knew somebody at uh, Cartoon Network or wherever Ren and Stimpy were and they and they gave them to me as a uh, as a gift. I think I think it's possible that it was a regift. I don't like to think about it that way because a regift is the same as a gift if you love it. Um, so space madness, Ren and Stimpy reference. Yeah, man. I I I think I could. St I think Ren and Stimpy probably still holds up, but I got to get into. Yeah, we've got to make it to Jake Fest, Andrew. Um, I was thinking about Jake Fest last night. I think we could probably get a good deal on our hotel, so we're going to pick a location. I think I'd like to get out of my town, but there is also a part of me that would love to have Jake Fest here in Santa Monica. So, but I but I think I want to leave. I think I want to get out of Santa Monica, and I and I think we we would like to pick a location where we all get to travel, although I am attracted to the Austin. I, I do love Austin. My my wife and daughter would probably love Austin. Um, <laughs> did you hear Ren and Stippy was coming back, or was that a dream? Well, you didn't hear it from me, Dave, but uh, it could be. Yeah, Skeletor is uh, right here. This is Skeletor right here. Let me bring him up so you can see him. And that's Skeletor, ready for his close-up. My power is beyond your understanding! Um... And I did just copy that Letterman, so that that'll be available for the internet. Um, 
all the little stuff that people buy either ends up in a landfill or my office. Yes, you're right, Ed. That's tr- that's Trump doing God's worth saving the planet. Um, I'm keeping all of this stuff out of the out of the landfill. Um, <laughs> Rachel, yes, you'll be a welcome you'll be a welcome guest at Jake Fest. Uh, and by that I mean uh, we'll be happy to have you. But w- I think everybody's going to have to buy a ticket. If I let everybody who I loved in for free, I <laughs> I can't afford that. <laughs> all right. So no, no, Ed. I'm not talking about Culver City. Uh, well, let's brainstorm some locations for Jake Fest. We'll think about that. <laughs> Milwaukee is the city of J- festivals. Uh, Jake Fest. Well, I have to say, look, if I was going to my favorite place with my favorite people, um, that would be New Orleans for Jazz Fest. So we could have Jake Fest in New Orleans, but. Um, Tata, Cindy. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna be. Uh, we're, I think we're gonna be signing it. Uh, signing it off. Um, Dave, you're gonna be there for Jake Fest, but five minutes late. I think we're gonna be signing it off for today. I've got to get a seize the day and a fire up the fart machine because Belinda, Lady Jerry, wishes she could be here, for, but she was a little busy today. Um, motivational Monday. I'm going to cook up a good one for Monday. Um, thank you for being here today. It's been uh, my pleasure. Um, I'm going to have a little sip of my drink and raise a glass to all of you and all of us saying uh, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and try and take care of an asshole until we meet again. Mm. The marriage uh, today, Dave, is great. Belinda and I are getting along great. She woke up with a headache last night, wasn't feeling so well. Um, not COVID. It's, she's just got a, I don't know, a headache and a cold or something like that. Today's uh, Seize the Day is from H. Jackson Brown Jr. <laughs> not Jackson Brown. H. Jackson Brown Jr. Um, the best preparation for tomorrow is doing your best today. And so <laughs> sometimes sometimes your best is not uh, your all-time best. We're not setting a personal record every day. We're just trying to do our best on that day in this moment. And that's how we're getting ready for tomorrow. I hope you guys all have a great weekend. Uh, I want to say thank you again. I want to re-say happy birthday um, to my sister, who's thanking everyone for their birthday wishes. Uh, I know from personal experience, as most of us do at this point, that uh, it hasn't been uh, easy to have a birthday during COVID, just like it hasn't been easy to have Fourth of July or Christmas or Labor Day. Um, Well, we haven't done Christmas yet, but uh, we're doing the best that we can. We're doing the best that we can today uh, to be here tomorrow. Uh, So thanks again, everybody. Don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy each other, and I'll see you all on Monday. Take this!